Welcome to the Fastest Five Minutes presented by Kroll and Mooring. We are your co-hosts for this edition, Peter Ayer and Yuan Zhou, bringing you a bi-weekly summary of significant government contracts, legal and regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. And we're going to get started uh, with a final DHS rule, and Yuan's going to talk about that. Thanks, Peter. On June 21st, the Department of Homeland Security issued a final rule that will be effective on July 21st and amends the Homeland Security Acquisition Regulation to implement security and privacy measures to safeguard controlled unclassified information and to facilitate improved incident reporting to DHS. The final rule introduces new clauses that aim to improve privacy and security measures around CUI by introducing a number of new items, including general CUI handling requirements, ATO requirements for federal information systems, incident reporting requirements and activities, and the sanitation of government-related files and information. Now, these new clauses move the agency away from the use of DHS-defined sensitive information and towards the government-wide CUI model. In its rulemaking, the agency noted that an upcoming FAR CUI rule will address the specific information security requirements for non-federal information systems, and therefore, it avoided a rulemaking for such systems. Now, Kroll has issued a detailed client alert on this development available on our website if you'd like to learn more about the final rule. Peter, back to you. Great. On June 23rd, leaders from a number of Silicon Valley defense technology and venture capital firms sent a letter to the Secretary of Defense calling for DOD to reform and modernize its acquisition process to better embrace and scale commercial innovation for military use. The letter endorses the recommendations made by the Atlantic Council Commission on Defense Innovation Adoption. In the letter, the leaders explained that the most critical technologies being developed today reside in the commercial sector, but that the defense sector is failing to leverage and adopt those technologies at speed and scale, such that's required to maintain military advantage over competitors. Based on this letter and based on the foregoing, the letter specifically highlights a number of recommendations, including better alignment of capital markets, so sources of funds, to the DOD outcomes and encouraging the Office of Strategic Capital to develop tools and to leverage external capital market funding for pilot projects. So over the years, there's been a lot of talk around the so-called valley of death, the notion of uh, projects that get to a certain point in development, but there just isn't the bridge funding to get from early stage development to scaled production. And these leaders, both on the technology side and the venture cap side, are trying to focus on how to get DOD more engaged in that process. So really interesting and important uh, conversation. Uh, next up is a, a Court of Federal Claims decision, and over to you, Juan. Perfect. Thanks, Peter. On May 30th, the Court of Federal Claims granted a protester's motion for a permanent injunction, which prevented the Defense Commissary Agency, or DCA, from eliminating the company from an Air Force commissary procurement. In its decision, Coffsey found that the DCA abused its discretion by not allowing the protester to fix a minor proposal error through clarifications. The solicitation issue required offerors to submit two spreadsheets, the first with volume one of the proposal that included a breakdown of proposed services and prices, and the second with volume two that provided direct and indirect labor rates. 
The solicitation warned offerors that proposals that failed to comply with the content or format requirements may be rejected without further evaluation. Although the protester timely submitted its proposal, the DCA rejected its proposal due to an inconsistency between the two spreadsheets relating to direct labor hours for a certain position, which resulted in a 0.063% difference in the total proposed price. Following its elimination from the competition, the company filed a pre-award protest with COPSI, arguing that the inconsistency between the spreadsheets was a minor error, and the DCA abused its discretion by not allowing the company to resolve this minor error through clarifications. The court agreed. It reasoned that the correction of this mathematical error was minor and could have been resolved through clarifications without opening discussions with all offerors in the competitive range. In fact, the court explained that the error was evident on its face when reviewing the formula used to calculate the labor hours in the proposal, which clearly demonstrated the correct number and highlighted the mistake. Now, Kofsi rejected the government's argument that the mistake was material and constituted a proposal deficiency that required elimination of the protester from the competition. Now, having determined that this minor error had virtually no impact on evaluations, Kofsi further held that DCA abused its discretion by not allowing the company to correct the error. Although the court recognized that there's no bright line rule to determine when an agency's decision to forego clarifications is an abuse of discretion, the facts presented here met that standard. Peter? Great. Thanks so much, Yuan. Uh, last item for today is just a quick note that there is a lot of activity going on on the Hill right now with the NDAA for FY24. Uh, lots of uh, provisions being discussed on both the House and Senate side and a lot of things that are going to be of interest and import to government contractors. So we are watching all of that movement carefully and we'll be covering uh, in the weeks to come. And we'll wrap up uh, for this edition. This has been the Fastest Five Minutes brought to you by Kroll and Mooring. We'll see you again in two weeks. If you have any questions about these items, I can be reached at 202-624-2807 and Yuan can be reached at 202-624-2666. Thank you for joining. The Fastest Five Minutes podcast is brought to you by Kroll and Mooring LLP. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com slash govconpodcast.